This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield IMG College under the broadcasting rights granted by the University of Louisiana Monroe. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of ULM and Learfield IMG College. Announcers are provided by Learfield IMG College and approved by ULM. Sports Properties, a property of Learfield IMG College, brings you Hawk Talk. Hawk Talk is brought to you by Anheuser-Busch, Bancor South, Brookshire's, CenturyLink, Coca-Cola, Edward Via College of Osteopathic Medicine, First National Bank, Iberia Bank, Louisiana Lottery, and Warhawk Sports Properties. Hawk Talk is on the air. Here's ULM head football coach Matt Viator and the voice of the Warhawks, Nick White. All right, everybody, welcome in to uh, a very different uh, edition of Hawk Talk uh, for this year. We're glad to uh, be here and uh, and get ready for uh, actually talking a little football and uh, getting ready to crank up uh, the season for the ULM Warhawks. Uh, Nick White here along with uh, ULM head football coach uh, Matt Viator. A pleasure to... Uh, to see you, Coach, and get to talk with you. Uh, no, uh, haven't haven't seen you a whole lot during the off season, and uh, really since uh, everything has gone down. But uh, you know, it's uh, it's really nice to see you and kind of kind of wake up and get ready for for a game week. Finally, a little later than we had anticipated, but uh, nonetheless, uh, we're getting ready to play a little football this week. Yeah, we are. It's good to see you also, and uh, yeah, I mean, we're uh, you know, I guess it's here, you know, and in the kind of the uh, reality of you know today going out for practice this morning and having an opportunity to start looking at the option and doing some stuff and actually having an opponent I think is uh, you know I think it's a good thing for our players you know and uh, it's a tough thing for our players you know in terms of you just mentioned in terms of the amount of preparation we've had to ask them to do this but uh, nevertheless uh, practice was was much better today than it was the last week when we tried to get back going, I think knowing that there's something ahead of them they can see. You know, uh, there's been a lot of lot of talk, uh, obviously, uh, leading into uh, to this season. And, uh, you know, you've been doing this for, for a long time through high school and, and, and in college football. Um, I've been, you know, 20, 20 years in broadcasting, and I've never uh, witnessed or, or experienced what the last six months have, has really been like uh, from, you know, all the stuff w- with COVID and, you know, you, you're finding a way to get in there. Are we going to have a season? Are we not going to have a season? Uh, you know, not, didn't get to have your summer like you normally would. Uh, you get here, you get get to scrimmaging. Uh, everything looks good testing-wise. Then you have to pause. Uh, getting ready to get back going. We have a hurricane, first time in North Louisiana. We have an actual hurricane hit us up here and uh, now finally getting back. And then you uh, had a change at your offense coordinator position with Coach Kubik leaving. And then just last week, Coach Collins stepping away at the coordinator spot. Uh, j- just describe you know, all those different things and the whirlwind of emotions and things that you as the head coach have had to deal with here o- over the last few months. Well, you have five or six hours. You know, we can uh, we can talk about all that. <laughs> well, you know, my wife's a therapist, so we, we we can set you up for that. No, it's certainly been uh, it's different. Uh, it's something like I've never seen, and uh, I think the kind of the thing that hangs over is the uncertainty. You know, each and every day, I was watching Memphis and Arkansas State Saturday night, and 
Coach Silverfield, who's the first-year head coach at Memphis, I thought had a really good line when uh, the reporters were saying they interviewed him, and he basically said that he prepared himself every night because when I wake up tomorrow and go to the facility, something's going to happen. And so you have to prepare yourself because, I mean, you know, the old adage, I mean, Tuesday's definitely definitely not Monday and Wednesday's not going to be like Tuesday. And, I mean, things are happening and guys are getting pulled out and, you know, this guy comes back in. He's supposed to be back in, but yet he's not. There's just all kinds of things that happen each day, and you just have to adjust on the run and do some things. And, uh, and certainly, you know, COVID and then the hurricane, I mean, that – you know, we were all, I mean, I know I, for one, was surprised and surprised had it. I mean, you know, obviously, I mean, being from Lake Charles, I was watching it and had a house full of people from Lake Charles in my house. And, you know, I would have liked to have told them that we weren't going to have power for three days. You know, maybe they wouldn't have, maybe they wouldn't have came here. Right. You know, and, but that's, you know, that's, like I said, things have happened and, you know, things, uh, I think, and uh, have certainly made it some, some different circumstances. And uh, But you got to work through it, and that's what we keep telling them. I want to want to go into, you know, the, the changes there on the staff that we just, just mentioned. Uh, Coach uh, Coach Nagabi will take over as the offensive coordinator, but but you will go at your first time here at ULM, but but you did it pre- at previous stops. Uh, calling the plays, how has that been? And, and kind of getting back in, in kind of that, that, that rhythm of doing all that. Well, you know, we – I looked at the situation and, uh, you know, Coach Kubik left so close to spring ball starting. And, you know, and, and I'd actually talked to a couple people that I would be interested in coming here. And, uh, you know, they had other obligations that couldn't come and stuff. So we decided to do that. Uh, Tyler Bolfing has been, been with us twice. Really, really intelligent young man. I mean, really good football coach. So I moved him to quarterbacks, his position he played. And Zach Muller had been with us for three years as an analyst. And so we were able to promote Zach to tight ends coach, special teams and stuff. So anyway, we were able to move those guys. I uh, put him on as the offensive coordinator because he's been here for three years with Cube and then three or four with me at McNeese and then played for us at McNeese and stuff. So, you know, so what we're doing, I think everybody's on the same page. And I thought, Nick, at the time, that was the best thing. You know, I didn't know we would have some of these other challenges that have come up that I think, you know, kind of affect some of your time being the head coach as well. But I just kept telling myself, look, I mean, I've been in the, here, you know, four years. And so kind of, you know, in terms of that, I should be able to do it. Because I did it every year at McNeese. I was a head coach, the offensive coordinator, and the quarterback's coach for 11 years at McNeese. And, but I knew more about the program and knew more about, you know, so I thought it was good for me to do that. Matt Kubik did an absolutely great job, but we did a lot of it together and he did all the play calling and stuff. But I mean, if you look at our offense, you know, it was a mix of some of the stuff that we have done, we had did at McNeese and then some of the stuff that he brought, you know, from his, from his experience and put it together and stuff. So it's not like, I don't know what we're doing. Right. And, and then you, you go into, get into camp, everything's moving along. You have the pause. And then last week uh, with coach Collins, who, you know, I have a great respect for, I know you do too. And I'm going to miss, you know, talking with him and getting ready for, for game week and visiting with him, but made the decision, a very tough decision to, to step away. Uh, you know, kind of describe what, what that, that was like and, and and obviously shifting coach stoker into this position who's been with you uh for many years and obviously familiar with all the players yeah i mean it was uh i think the the main thing it, it caught me off guard and in a sense that uh, you know i mean you look at it i mean coach collins had a great career so if he decides to not coach again i mean he's coached 38 years and been to places and been a part of a national cha- you know two national championship teams i mean one as a ga here and then one as an assistant at lsu 
and uh, just had a wonderful career. And so, you know, we're going to, I was telling my wife, I mean, we're going to miss him as a coach. I am because I think he's a solid coach. And I think he, I let my kid play for Coach Collins any day of the week because I think he's fair. You know, he demands a lot out of them. He wants to hold them accountable. And, uh, and you know, and, and that's what I would I would certainly want. But I think more than anything, and I think my wife's the one who pointed this out, I'm going to miss seeing him every day because, I mean, he's my friend, yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, I get I get emotional just thinking about it because, I mean, we're still going to remain friends, obviously, but, you know, he's somebody that got here early in the morning like I did and stayed late and was here just about every day, and he was somebody that I could really lean on, you know, each and every day just to throw some things. So no, no doubt we'll miss him as a coach, we'll miss him as a recruiter, but I guess selfishly, you know, I'm going to miss miss having my friend here every day, and yeah. that's uh, that's going to be different. No, no, no doubt about that. We'll take our first break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we'll talk about, uh, you know, a little bit of the players that, that we have coming back, but also a, 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 a guy that we won't have coming back in uh, Caleb Evans and how big of a void that'll leave uh, here on this football team. You're listening to Hawk Talk here on the Warhawk Radio Network from Learfield IMG College. Let's go back to Hawk Talk with ULM head football coach Matt Viator and the voice of the Warhawks, Nick White. Welcome back to Hawk Talk. Nick White and ULM head football coach Matt Viator as uh, we get set uh, to make a trip up to West Point, New York, a, a trip that uh, we're all certainly excited about kicking off the season on Saturday afternoon, taking on Army uh, coach, as we, uh, we we move into this season, um, you know, I, I've said it many times to people whenever I, I get asked for interviews, and you know, at the end of last last year, and then you know, coming into this year and kind of getting prepared, um, I get asked about Caleb a lot, and you know, I, I've said this, and I'm sure you'll agree. I, I don't know if we'll ever fully realize and appreciate the, the special talent that, that you know the fans were able to watch for four years there uh, with what Caleb brought to the table. And I go to that, that last drive uh, down at Lafayette. I mean, what he did in that drive to, to wheel his team down there and, and position to go and win a football game, you hated to see you know the kick didn't go the way and that he didn't get a chance to, to go out with the bowl. But uh, Boy, that that was uh, when I get chills thinking about that that drive and what he you know he put his heart and soul in line all year all year and all through his career, but in particular that drive uh, just made me respect him even more. Yeah, certainly. I mean, and I mean, I think everybody here, you know, knows and have known, you know, now for you know his tenure. I mean, that he was a special player. I mean, when you watched him and uh, you go back and watch our cut-ups from the last several years and trying to take the good, the bad, and the ugly, you know, from our, what we do offensively. But, you know, you watch just a lot of the things that he did. You know, some of the games he had, you know, like Memphis last year. I mean, you think about that. You think about the second half of Florida State. You know, just absolutely incredible. Uh, we were watching several years ago against App State because when we beat App State here in Monroe, Coach Woody was the defensive coordinator. Now he's the defensive coordinator at Army. Mm-hmm. So we went back and watched the tape. And, I mean, holy smoke. I mean, the game he had, you know, we scored, I think, 47 yeah. points against one one of the best defenses in the nation. And and the game he had was absolutely incredible. I mean, some of the things he did in that game. And you go back and watch. But, um, you know, we're excited about, Nick, about the quarterbacks that we have. And, uh you know, and I, I just I've been telling Kobe and Jeremy, you know, you be Kobe and you be Jeremy and you know, don't ask me to be anybody, I won't ask you. You know, just do what you can do and we're gonna try to play to their strengths and uh, you know, we tried to play to Caleb's 
and stuff. And, you know, we're still going to run the same structure of an offense, but yet we'll try to lean more toward we think their strengths are. They're, these guys, both of them are really big guys. I mean, biggest quarterbacks I've ever had. I mean, they're both 235, 240 when you look at what they are, and they're both six foot four, six foot three. I mean, they're big guys, and they can both throw it, and they, and they run good enough. I mean, they can they can run enough to keep you honest, but um, that's what we have here, and and so we got to do a good job as coaches of putting them in positions th- that they can be successful. You announced uh, earlier today at your press conference that Colby will start, but that that Jeremy Hunt will play, and uh, but but not just everybody wants to ask about the quarterback, and that's the featured person on on a football team. But I thought it was uh, you know interesting. You said you know you're going to play a lot of guys everywhere, every position. You know, whenever we're, I'm preparing to do a game, you know, I to, it's not a two deep. It's going to probably be a, a three or a four deep. Whenever you look at just the depth you're going to have to have with all the different things going on this year. Yeah, I mean it's it's. When you go back and look at it, I mean, we we were basically we got uh, we were able to achieve one third of spring training. You had five practices right. and you get fifteen, and then we normally go June and July. We just had July, and then now you get in August camp, and we rolling along the first scrimmage, which uh, we had a few guys out, so we didn't run a lot of plays in that scrimmage, but we were able to scrimmage some, and then we were building toward a second scrimmage, and then we had to shut it down and stuff. So, you know, we just haven't, Nick, we haven't had a lot of reps, really, you know, with guys, and uh, I think that Jer- that uh, Colby, you know, has been here several years and uh, certainly has earned the right to start, but we, we were really impressed with Jeremy Hunt, and uh, I know I, that we've been as a staff, and so I think the players have a lot of confidence in both of them, and and I think at some point this year, we're going to need both of them, you know, just to, <laughs> at the way things have been going. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, you, you know, you're going to have to have multiple guys at multiple positions and uh, stuff. So we think it's the right thing to do. When you look at this football team, the, there are three guys that, that are key pieces to, to, you know, having come back. And, and you know, they're the guys that, that are all conference uh, players talking about Josh Johnson, Corey Strauder, and Josh Peterson. Uh, you know, what, what having those three guys, you know, upper-class guys leading this football team during this time, what, what is, you know, we know their talent, obviously, but, but what has their leadership meant during, during all these times and these things that have been going on? Well, I think they, their leadership has been huge. And, uh, you know, and, but all three of those young men, that's, you know, that you brought up, those three guys, they've all missed time. I mean, they've all been out – for you know different periods of time here and stuff so matter of fact today was the first time we've had all three of them back on the field at the same time and uh since not too long in the camp when you look at it and stuff so but no all three uh, young men are really talented football players and uh, we just hope we can keep them healthy and they can have a good year whenever you look at this football team you you lose an offensive line that was one of the the most veteran offensive lines in the country not just the Sun Belt Conference you have a lot of guys who have moved on but you still got some pieces in there you got uh, uh, TJ Fiola coming back after the injury was able to red shirt uh, tell us about your offensive line and how you're seeing those guys kind of kind of piece in there in jail going going forward with this season we think we're making progress um you know, really, I mean, the right side, you know, we think is back, so to speak, because TJ started a couple of years until he got hurt last year. And then, of course, Sam Williams ended up the starter last year at right tackle. So, you know, right guard, right tackle. Uh, we think Zach Bro is going to do a good job at center. Garrett Hirsch is a is a grad transfer we brought in that uh, we think is doing some solid things. Um, you know, when you look at the, the guard position, Dakota Tolbert's been here three years. Uh, John Bolding 
you know, it's actually this is Dakota's fourth year. Excuse me. Yes. Uh, this is John Bolding's third year. This is Connor Parsons' third year. Uh, Blake Lotus is probably will be the starter at left tackle. This is his third year. But um, we really we're we're pretty high. We have a grad transfer in Tyler Johnson from Tulane at left tackle, and uh, he hasn't been here the entirety of the camp. You know, he had just got here, and then we had to take a break. But uh, we think he's been doing some good things as well. So it may, you know, it may take a little time for it to gel. But I think if we can stay healthy, we have an opportunity to be good on the line. Let's switch to defense. And, and there there are a lot of players that are coming back on the defensive side. We mentioned, you know, Corey Strauder. I think we, we forget, you know, uh, having Marbles back, you know, had to sit out last year. But back a two-year starter previously is going to add that, you know, Johnson, you got go down the line. But the guy that I was impressed, you know, so much with, last year and you talked about him in, in your press conference is Kilo Sweeney and at, at that buck position and what he's really meant to you. Uh, tell us about your defense and what you're seeing there uh, from those guys on that side of the football. Well we think we have an opportunity on the back end you know to uh, we were talking about earlier today at the press conference to to be good I mean uh, to and we have you know nobody has a lot of depth we have a little bit of depth when when you look at it because uh you know, this will be Corey's fourth year to start starter. Josh Newton started the entire year last year. So he got 12 games under his belt. And then you bring Bunny back. You bring Marbles back, who started for two years before he couldn't play last year. So now we have three corners that we feel like have, have played a lot of football here. Safety position, Austin Holly started multiple years. This will be Tyler Glass's second year to start. This will be Kilos's second year to start. So we're excited about that. And then we're able to bring back Jordy, uh, Jabari Johnson, who was a starter the year before. Last year he had to sit out with injuries. So he's played a lot of football. So we think we actually have guys, Nick, for, you know, first time really. I mean, when you look at it, you know, hopefully we can stay healthy enough back there and, and you know, and progress with those guys because I think they're talented football players. We'll take our uh, second break here of the show. When we come back, uh, we'll, we'll look at special teams for the Warhawks. And actually, we're talking about a football game, getting ready to take on Army up at West Point on Saturday. You're listening to Hawk Talk here on the Warhawk Radio Network from Learfield IMG College. Let's go back to Hawk Talk with ULM head football coach Matt Viator and the voice of the Warhawks, Nick White. Welcome back for our final segment of Hawk Talk. Nick White with Coach uh, Matt Viator, head football coach of the Warhawks, as uh, ULM getting set to take on Army uh, this Saturday. It'll be a 12.30 Central Time uh, kickoff. Uh, coach, we, we talked a little offense, defense guys returning, uh, special teams, the third phase in there. You got quarterback, you know, as far as the punter, but tell us uh, about where, where your, your kicking position stands as we get ready for this football game against Army. Well, our plans are is to, uh, to start Zach Elder, and uh, Zach's a grad transfer that's kicked the last several years at Prairie View, Prairie View yeah. and came in here and uh, <laughs> really done a good job and uh, it's kind of been a battle between he and Davis Hughes you know moving forward and uh, you know we always have Porter that they can kick as well but uh, we've kind of left that up to those two guys and um, you know and let Porter concentrate on being the punter so you know those will be the guys I think that are you know that to look for. Let's talk about Army, and we got a chance to uh, you know tune in and watch those guys play Saturday, uh, a, an impressive forty-two to nothing victory over Middle Tennessee State. Uh, and boy, you know a lot's been talked about, Coach, for for what they did offensively. And uh, the the eye catcher was a, a nineteen play, ninety-nine yard drive, twelve and a half minutes. 
coming off the clock. And, uh, boy, you know, that's that's what they do uh, as far as running that triple option, running the football. And, uh, you know, just, just as a fan watching that the other and watching them play, uh, you, you kind of go back to, to old school time and just, you know, the way they – three four yards cloud of dust and uh they do it the right way and they're very solid in what they run on their offense they are and i thought they executed for you know first game at a very high level and but we were talking about that earlier nick you know at the press conference i mean i i actually dvr'd that game and went home later and watched texas state and then watched the army and then turned around and watched arkansas state in those games and i think every one of those games i mean i think it's pretty clear for at least for me being you know from the coach from coach's standpoint looking at it you can tell who's practiced a lot and who hasn't yep. and you know that was a, a game in in army in in middle tennessee which middle tennessee you know for years has had very talented football oh, yeah. players and you can tell they were out of sync i mean everything they did was out of sync and they just the, the timing wasn't there and you know, but however, you know, Army's players, I mean, you know, they went to the campus beginning of June and haven't left. They have not been allowed to leave the campus itself. And, of course, they created a great bubble and they've kept everybody there on campus and they've been able to practice a lot. And I think it showed. I mean, they executed. I mean, it looked like. <laughs> they, they didn't miss a beat. No. It looked like they were into the year form. I mean, in terms of the precision they ran. You know, they ran all their option plays, their triple option, and, and the amount they had in. I mean, they ran they ran a lot of stuff, a lot of different formations, a lot of different sets, movements, all kind of stuff. And uh, so uh, it'll be a tough uh, challenge for us, no doubt. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to talk about what they did offensively. And, and one thing I want to note, they didn't fumble the football at no. all in that ball game. No. Usually you at least have a fumble, they might recover it. But they didn't fumble it once uh, in that game the other night as well. And that just, once again, shows you, you know, how, how well-oiled they seemed. But defensively, they did an unbelievable job too. They held you know middle to under 200 yards of total offense, uh, you know, which really suffocated those guys on on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, it'll be a tough challenge for us because I mean, if you're watching the game closely, you know, they have something on every play. I mean, they 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 move every single play. You know, they the you know they're blitzing or stunning or dogging. They're doing something every single play. Do a lot in the secondary, change coverages and disguise coverages and and stuff. So. You know, it'll, it'll, there's no doubt it'll be a challenge. So that's a challenge, number one. Number two, if they're able to hold the football the entire game like they did pretty much the other day, when it was 42 to nothing, middle of Tennessee, it only ran 47 plays, period, yep. and stuff. So it's hard to have a lot of offensive production when you don't have the football. And so, you know, both things are easier said than done. Both things are challenging. You know, attacking the defense, number one, and number two, getting their offense off the field so you can actually try to attack the defense uh, both of them are challenging. Yeah, and you said, you know, earlier, you've said any time we get ready for Georgia Southern, you know, anytime you play an option team, get them off schedule. Uh, they they want they want the the second and six, second and five, third and two. Uh, they want that. But if you can get them in in second and third and long, you you've gotten them off schedule a little bit, and uh, you know that's whenever you really have a chance to go win that football game. No doubt. And uh, yeah, we were talking about that earlier because I love the option. I absolutely love it. I love. I don't want to run it, but I love watching it. I like listening to the coaches talk about it, which I have through the years. And every op- option coach I've ever been around, they all say that they all use the same word: stay on schedule. Schedule is the key. I mean, that that's the key to their offense. And uh, you know, and sometimes in order to defend them, like we had a really good game two years ago against Georgia Southern here, and we were fortunate enough. And sometimes they shot themselves in the foot, but we were able to get them off schedule. And if you get them off schedule, you know, then you certainly have a lot better chance to defend them. You know, you just can't let them have their way. 
and you know where everything's nice and easy and i tell the coaches you know you can't let them look like they're running plays on the play hose you know dive and the quarterback runs out there and then he pitches you know and everything where you know where it actually looks like they're running on air you know you have to force them to do some things they don't want to do and hopefully we can do that uh, offensively, excuse me, for, for their offense, uh, key is, is defensive line and, and understanding of the way they're going to block in that scheme. How, how much have you been able to, to work with the limited time and get those guys prepared for what they're going to see on Saturday? Well, we just started today, and you know, because last week we came back out and, and got going, tried to get everybody back going, and uh, and so we just started on Army today, and uh, this morning we practiced, and we'll work on them. You know, for the rest of the week, but uh, you know, our number one concern has been our guys and trying to get our guys back in shape and back going. And we started back last week, Nick. We had a couple of days of acclimation again. You know, after ten days off, I mean, we tried to get our you know test the uh, see what what the endurance level of our players where that was at, and uh, so we just started to, today on Army. Finally, on just this trip, I know I got excited whenever I, I was told this game was going to happen because if you're you're a historian, you like like college football. This is this is one of the the greatest places to go. One we all have a great respect for for the military. Uh, it's nine eleven weekend. You know, whenever we fly up there, it'll be be September eleventh going up there. Uh, just your thoughts on, on the excitement of getting to go and, and and play this game up there at West Point. It won't be a, the same atmosphere that we would have seen in a normal season. But I watched those cadets the other day, and you know they're there, they're into it, and uh, the backdrop, the scenery. I, I really can't wait to get up there and just be a part of that game. Yeah, I think it's a great opportunity for both the players and the coaches. I mean, to have an opportunity. I've never been to West Point, so you know I'm looking forward. Uh, certainly to going and having that opportunity and uh, have an opportunity to visit with everybody says is a classy guy in this profession and coach Munkin I mean just a complete gentleman and good football coach and so you know we're excited I think today's practice was better Nick because I think you know they can see that you know hey here's some light at the end of the tunnel we are going to play yep. and games this week and stuff so hopefully that'll help us out well we look forward to it coach appreciate the time uh, ulm getting set to take on army it'll be a 12 30 central time uh, kickoff mike mcgee and yours truly will hit the air at 11 30 on klip 105.3 fm and uh, it is televised on the cbs sports network we ask you to turn down their sound and turn up uh, so you can go to syncmygame.com and uh, find out how to do that and coach uh, we're looking forward to it we'll see you on saturday thanks nick good to see you for coach matt v I'm Nick White. You've been listening to Hawk Talk here on the Warhawk Radio Network from Learfield IMG College. Hawk Talk has been brought to you by Anheuser-Busch, Bancor South, Brookshire's, CenturyLink, Coca-Cola, Edward Via College of Osteopathic Medicine, First National Bank, Iberia Bank, Louisiana Lottery, and Warhawk Sports Properties. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield IMG College under the broadcasting rights granted by the University of Louisiana Monroe. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of ULM and Learfield IMG College. Announcers are provided by Learfield IMG College and approved by ULM. The proceeding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the ULM Sports Network.